right, y'all. Welcome back. Season two. Yes. And today we are going to be talking about New Year setting realistic goals. Oh, boy. Yes. Going into the new year, you always want to make sure you got some kind of goals to keep you motivated. Talking about setting realistic goals. All right. Let's kick it off with how do you all go about setting realistic goals? Like what framework, what format, how do you do this? Well, I'll say for myself, um, I leverage the SMART goals framework. Um, And for the listening audience that don't care to Google right now, it's cool. Um, SMART is an acronym and it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, relevant sometimes seen as realistic and time so i essentially just leverage that as like a best practice framework um so some most of the time my goals can answer all the questions associated with those um categories i just listed out um and if not for the most part it meets a good portion of like all the questions associated with it so that's the kind of framework I leverage. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. How about yourself? I like to take the approach of focusing on the threes. So it's health, wealth, and religious or spiritual. That falls into one bucket. And I try to make sure that any of the goals that I set fall under one of those main buckets for me. And then once I have my categories or my buckets, I intentionally or unintentionally try to utilize the smart framework as well. So I definitely try to make sure that I'm putting some kind of timeline behind it um, and then have some kind of approach of how I'm going to hit that goal. But that's typically how I Hmm. go on the path of setting realistic goals. Nice. Yeah. My, my approach is a little similar to Amal's. I am. I have three categories. Mine is a little different. So I break mine out by financial goals, um, financial, professional slash business, and then personal. Um, And I list mine out. I'm I'm more of a pen and paper type person. Um, So I write mine out and I just list them out um, under those three categories. I will say I need to do a better job of um, thinking through maybe from like a quarterly perspective, what are the activities that I'm going to to help me accomplish these goals, um, to ensure that I'm getting to, that I'm accomplishing them right. Instead of just writing them out. And then at the end of the year, going back to see, Hey, did you accomplish it? So the mine is, is separated by those three buckets. So let me ask you this question. How did you come up with, those three buckets or how did you identify those three buckets for you? I actually had a little help. I won't take credit for it. It was working with a life coach and um, meeting with her. I would just list out, I would just list everything out. And she told me that I needed to be a little bit more strategic and um, a little bit more intentional. And so she helped me come up based on the areas that I deemed important. She helped me come up with those three categories. And she also helped me, and I'm not going to say mine are smart goals per se, but um, she 
helped me realize that I needed to be a little bit more specific with my goals and they're not so broad. So for example, prior to me purchasing my home, one of my goals was to purchase a home. And she's like, okay, but when, like, when do you want to purchase your home? You need to set a date. Don't just say, I want to purchase a home this year. When in this year do you want to purchase your home? So. Mm. That's good. I, I, I like that. Um, I think being like the, her requesting or requiring, excuse me, you to be specific because that forces you to put some heat under your action. Oh, fast. Um, okay. Um, I know since you brought up like real estate, I know for myself, uh, when I purchased like my income property, um, I had originally said like, oh, I just want to be like an investor, like a real estate investor. But then I had to have like another talk with myself. Um, and I was like, girl, like you need to get a little bit more clearer on what do you want out of this property? Like, what are you aiming for? When are you aiming for it? Like, when do you want to do it? What are you hoping to get out of it? Um, and that took, after me doing that second round of an exercise, like that put a lot of, um, was it oomph in my step or pep in my step? I think that's the saying uh, to accomplish the goal in a timely manner, which I did. Like I closed literally two days before my lease in my apartment was up. Oh, it was very close. Shout out to my realtor, Ashley Cannon, who you guys will eventually talk to. But anyways, come on, Ashley, um, <laughs> come on, Ash, my girl, Ash. But yeah, um, I think putting realistic timelines on goals you have to really help us accomplish um all that we need to do yeah no more, no more broad living mm -hmm. yeah i'm really aggressive with my financial goals and so okay now tell us about I, it <laughs> i spent time yesterday so i know the overall goal like how much money i want to save for the year but then i had to break it down okay how much money is that a month and how much money is that, you know, every paycheck so that I know this is the amount of money I need to set aside every single paycheck. And it needs to go into this account that I do not touch and I do not see um, to ensure that I'm that I am meeting my goal. Mm -hmm. um, and even with so for those of you that don't know, <laughs> we're going to have a podcast on side hustles. So I do have a side hustle. And so even me understanding how many products a day do I to reach my financial goal I hustle, um, to make sure that I am reaching that financial goal. So you definitely want to break it down um, and understand the things that you need to do, the steps that you need to take uh, to ultimately reach your end goal. So real quick, I think you spoke to this a bit. We talked about the framework that we use, the buckets that we try to break down the goals into. But when we're talking about the planning phase, like the actual identification of what the goals are, the timeline associated with them, how we're going to me measure them, um, what what does that process look like? Is that you sitting with maybe your planner and like writing down these goals? Is it you sitting in front of your laptop and like jotting it down? What process do you all use in terms of planning to set those goals? So yeah, I'll go ahead and start with that. Uh, That's a really great question. So for myself, um, I have like overall life goals 
And um, that's actually like on a vision board that I made like years ago, like in my early 20s that I still keep around like the areas of my life that I want to accomplish. Um, And from a yearly base perspective, um, my process starts with me first sitting down and reflecting on over the current year successes and lessons learned because I didn't fail. It's just all lessons learned or areas of improvement, such as asking for help. Um, <laughs> we probably need to explain why we're laughing at that, but. Well, maybe later. <laughs> oh boy. But just to, it's serious, in all seriousness, um, it's reflecting on the year first and foremost, and then writing, really, literally writing down what I did accomplish, what I did learn. Um, and then envisioning 2021 in this example, what do I want that year to look like as far as accomplishments goes? And from there, um, I do have buckets as well. They were very similar to Charmaine and Amal's uh, list where I have, all right, this is what I want to accomplish from a health perspective, what I want to accomplish from a wealth perspective, uh, what do I want to accomplish for traveling and relationships? Um, so literally write down what those overall goals are. And then I go back. So this is a this is a a multi multi-day process for me. Um, then I go back and break my year up in quarters and say, all right, Tish, if you want to accomplish such and such for health, right, then break that down into a weekly goal. So what do you need to do each week? to accomplish that goal. And then also say, what does that look like from a monthly perspective? And then also break that down from like a quarterly perspective. Um, And I think all of us actually are in, yeah, all of us are like in sales. So we're very, we're very pretty well versed in like forecasting, not to get like technical right now, but like forecast your future, bro. Um, Especially for those that are in sales. Um, And maybe like we can create like some sort of chart to help y'all like forecast to help y'all envision what that looks like, but like forecast your future of what you can pull in, potentially pull in um, from a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis. So, yeah. so Amal, I think you need to answer this question because you showed us your plan mm. for 2021 and I, I loved it. Yours is digital. Yeah, I would love for you to share with the um, audience and respond to the question right with how do you go about making sure that you're accomplishing your goals like planning things out because i like your idea it was very creative yeah thanks so yeah it is digital so i have a powerpoint that is titled like amal's 2021 goals and the first thing is i'll say for me the powerpoint that i use is very visually appealing which i love because it motivates me to want to look at it right I'm going to, you know, constantly be checking in from time to time and make sure that I'm sticking to the goals that I've set for myself. Um, Secondly, I'm trying something new this year where I have a very realistic goal that I'm trying to achieve every single month. So the way my PowerPoint is uh, organized or the format I'm using is you'll see the months listed and then underneath each month, there's a goal that I'm working towards. And they're simple goals like drinking four bottles of water a day because I struggle to consistently drink water or one month is dedicated to just no soda for the month because I won't say addicted to soda. I think addicted is a strong word, but I like soda very heavily and trying to cut down on that. 
<laughs> Another goal, for example, is um, I'm working out three to four times a week at the moment, and I want to increase that number. So the idea behind it is it takes about 30 days to change a habit. So if I can focus one month on one goal and be consistent with that, hopefully throughout the year, I'll be developing multiple habits. Um, and then I have my larger goals, like, you know, what is my professional development goal for the year? What are some, there are three goals that I'm trying to hit that year. And then I have my travel plans. What are the places that I want to travel to? And so again, I just, it's digital. It's very visually appealing for me. It's something that I'm going to be checking in on throughout the week, the months, the quarters, since it is broken down that way. And yeah, a new approach. So I'll have to check in with you guys throughout the year and let you know how that's coming along. Yeah, I love, I loved how you have the monthly mm -hmm. goal. Mm -hmm. So that that was very creative. I, I actually might steal that idea. Yeah, please do. <laughs> that way we can hold each other accountable every month. Be like, hey, how's that goal going for you? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, have you thought about what happens if you don't meet the goal? No, Tish, because I am going to meet it. Boom. Okay. Well, for people that... <laughs> 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 maybe if you have a day where you mess up right um because like this now falls on like the health side right if you maybe you like do have like a drink a swig of soda or something like that maybe identify like what caused you to drink that soda and now you're now now you have full awareness of like the next time you are in that predicament or situation or have that certain feeling I don't yeah. know, you develop a plan to help you conquer and overcome it. Something of that sort. Yeah, no, that's a yeah. really good point. I have to think about that one. The thing that jumps to my mind instantly, although I don't know if this is going to demotivate me or motivate me to stick to the goal, is every time I mess up, I have to donate a certain amount. Ooh. Mm. Okay. But the that thing is, I love donating. So I think that might just encourage me to continue messing up. That's the problem. But you need to find something that is going to prevent <laughs> you from messing up. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, maybe what it is, this might actually, this might work. Maybe donating to a charity, but donating like an insane amount. I was about to say that, like make it yeah. an insane amount, like a thousand dollars. Girl, that was. Look. You would think twice. You think twice. Yes. <laughs> that's like, you think about taking that twig exactly yeah that's a good idea it would have to be an insane amount though but it's okay. yeah i need to actually figure out like what's my plan if i don't accomplish like my goal i need to figure out you know being 100 100 transparent like how do i i need a bounce back plan I guess, guess I'm hitting but all my me, goals next but year. But let me say this, though. I, In all seriousness, like set realistic goals. I cannot yeah. set a goal that I want to make a million dollars next year. That is not to say that it can't happen because anything can happen in a year if you believe. However, I've never made a million dollars. So I have realistic with my goal, my financial goal. So set realistic goals, people. Mm -hmm make sure that it is it is something within reach um so that you don't set yourself up to fail mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. i just wanted to say that yeah 
I think one year, for example, I had said that I was going to, I don't know, hit like three or four countries. And realistically speaking, I couldn't because I had just started like a new job role. So you can't take off a lot of work. And also the countries I was trying to visit were not like connected to each other. <laughs> so girl, like how much, you know, that's not a realistic goal, right? If you, for example, like I can see that working out. If you say like, you want to go to Europe and you want to hit five countries, easy, easily done, easily done. That's a more realistic goal. But if you're saying you want to go to Kenya, I'm, t- I'm letting y'all know my truth. If you want to go to Kenya, you want to go to Macau, you want to go to Tokyo, you want to go to Australia, and you want to go to the Philippines. With who and what time? Chug. But that also inspires me for my overall goal, uh, financial freedom. So now I'll start Absolutely. working backward of trying to figure out how Come do on, I- Come on, freedom. Come on, freedom. You know, how do I work backwards to get there? <laughs> so I think you bring up a really good point, both Fish and Charmaine. Um, and maybe we start out with you tips. You mentioned the SMART framework. Can mm-hmm. you maybe give us an example of a goal that you've either set in the past or maybe going into 2021 and mm. how you used the SMART framework? Yes. Give the people yes. an example. Ooh, let's see. I, I used the real estate one. Um, already, uh, but to add more clarification around that one, um, I said I wanted to be uh, an investor by thirty-one, and um, what was that, Tish? What was I'm that sorry. number? I you kind of glazed over that really quickly. Yes, to crowd, to crowd, to crowd. So there's a certain age I wanted to be an investor at, <laughs> um, and. I knew how much I wanted to spend on a property. Um, I set out the areas I was interested in moving to. Um, I set out how much I wanted that property to bring in on a monthly basis. Um, and obviously I set the time frame of when it needed to be done. Cause like I said, I had to be out of my place by September at the end of September, excuse me, I'm like a relevancy or a realistic perspective. It's pretty real, pretty realistic. Like it wasn't like a crazy goal out there. And for like 2021, I have um, a goal to save a certain amount of money. Obviously I'm not gonna give that number out, but it's, it's, it's up there. I think it's an attainable number, truthfully speaking. Um, how I've, I'm breaking it down into a quarterly perspective. Okay. Um, in it's all honesty, attainable. yeah, it's absolutely attainable. Okay. Um, and I've even broken it down to like a weekly perspective. So how much do I need to mm-hmm. save or set aside? I really think smart goals, the beauty of smart goals really shine when it comes to like numbers. Like if you're trying to save a certain amount or make a certain amount, whether that's product sales, service sales, um, or just general financial perspective because that actually has like a number in it. Um, but I've broken it down literally week by week of how much I need to m- make. And if I don't pull in that amount or, or how much I need to save or set aside for that week. Um, and at the end of that, at the end of the month, I can kind of see like where I'm at on my chart of attaining it. So okay. um, yeah, I think 
those are the two examples I'll use for right now. <laughs> now I have a question for you, both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'm I'm really big when it comes to the financial goals. However, I do think having health goals or personal goals um, mm-hmm. are also important because you want to have a balance, right? But from a financial perspective, when it comes to saving a certain amount of money, how do you guys come up with this number? Do you try to double what you know you saved the year before, or? Are you looking at a certain percentage? Like, how do you um, come up with that number? And I know it's situational, right? It, I know that it's going to be based on how much you make every year, all of that good stuff. But just generally speaking, how do you guys come up with that number? So I will be honest and I will say that I have yet to do that for 2021, but it is definitely on my to-do list. But if there's anything that I think you guys have probably picked up on is I really try my best to live below my means. Like I'm not a very big spender. Charing's uh, <laughs> shaking her head. Yo, she head. don't spend a dime. <laughs> she don't need that. Listen, if a mall will save like her life depends mm-hmm. on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big time. Every nickel, dime and penny. She's yeah, not okay. a big spender. She's a big saver. I am. Which is I, good. Which is good. It's beautiful. Yes. yes. But I think, honestly, that's probably the reason why I haven't had to pay too much attention to it. Because it just naturally happens. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I, the reason I should and I need to is because I need to know what's coming in, what's going out. Um, what I know right yes. now is, <laughs> thankfully... There's definitely, I hope, more coming in than going out. Mm-hmm. But I can't give specifics and I don't know those numbers. Um, so I guess it's naturally just a blessing. And for some of us, we have to work toward it. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll probably be talking about this a little bit more in another episode. But from a setting number perspective, um, to be honest, I don't have like a rhyme or reason of how I pick my number. I pick something that I think is just like pretty attainable in my mind. Um, I did a couple of years ago transform my spending um, to live below my means. And I'm with me purchasing this property, like it has definitely propelled me spending or living below my means, like in a phenomenal way um to the point where like my car note is more expensive than my mortgage note um mm. preferably, i know right ain't it crazy baby and once i, re- That's a blessing. Once I re- yeah once i refinance it's gonna be stupid 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 low um so yeah i mean i just for me because i do like to spend money I ain't gonna front <laughs> um i have to find ways to make more money which is why I'm not going to front with y'all, which is why I got into real estate and also why I'm working on some products to potentially sell next year. So how about yourself? Um, I'll just come up with a number. Honestly speaking, there's no, Whatever number I I get excited about, I just aim for that. But again, it is 
something that I know I can accomplish. Um, so I don't have any rhyme or reason behind my number. I was just curious if either of you did. No, I think um, I would love like if I ever, well, when I do start like selling products and services, I would love to start being able to say like, I want to double my sales mm, Yeah. next year. And I think that's going to help. I mean, to be honest, just to let everyone know, like I do pray like one day I'm a multimillionaire. So I got to, I have to work backwards from that. That goal. is attainable. That is de- with, with it the, is. the things that you are doing, Tish, and yeah. the various avenues that you are looking at to make money and mm-hmm. produce revenue. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is definitely obtainable. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe so. I believe so. I'm really trying to retire my parents. That's dope. Yeah, that's a beautiful so, thing. Yeah, beautiful. And if there's a man out there listening that wanna wife me up and help me accomplish these goals, I'm just gonna go ahead and pitch myself. I'm great. <laughs> she is. Period. She is. I was gonna say, Tish, if you need I any don't references. Ask for help. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she is throwing shots. Shots fired. Okay. I love y'all so very much. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Okay. We love you, Tish. Um, but Charmaine, same question goes to you. Any specific goals that you've uh, set out, and um, how did you set that out with your framework? If you have any examples. Um. Well, like I said, I, I have my my three buckets. I'm actually looking at my goals now because, like I said, I write them down. Um, mm. I I kind of break mine out. I have the financial um, goals in front of me, so I'll stick with that. But I break mine out based on like my personal savings, um, how much money I want to make relative to my career. So whether that means aiming for a raise or a promotion, right? Nice. Um, and then looking at my stock portfolio and just, you know, figuring out like how much more do I want to accumulate within those different stock portfolios. Um, I am not an expert when it comes to cryptocurrency, but that's something that I would like to learn a little bit more about, um, as well as stocks like personally investing in the stock market. Um, So I have some numbers tied there. Um, And then also with the side hustle, just, you know, how how many products I want to sell a week, how many products I need to sell a day to accomplish my goals. Um, I don't know if you guys are into or have heard of crowdfunding, um, but that's something else that I dibbled and dabbled in um, this (laughs) year, but I am by no means an expert. So wanting to learn a little bit more in that area. So just from a financial perspective, I look at my entire financial portfolio and then I just, again, attach numbers to each of those, um, each of those buckets, right? So that's how I kind of map mine out. And like I said, I'm a pen to paper type person. I'm not a digital person when it comes to stuff like this. Like I I have to write it out. Um, so mine, I keep all of my goals in a notebook. And I was telling the ladies earlier that I was actually looking at goals that I set like back in 2016. Mm-hmm. And I'm just being able to look back and reflect 
it mm-hmm. made me really proud because I'm like, wow, I have come such a long way. Like when I look at the numbers that I set for myself back in 2016, and then I look at the numbers that I set for, you know, like 2021, it, it just mm-hmm. amazes me. I can see the shift in my mindset. I can see the shift in um, how I execute and get things done. Absolutely. So I'm just really, these ladies know I'm very, very hard on myself. So I really try to take the time. (laughs) I try to take the time to like reflect and, um, and look back so that I can be proud of how far I've come. Um, I hope that answers your question. It does. That's that's good, Charmaine. That's good. Yeah. If, if y'all not writing y'all goals down now, y'all really should start. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes. That's one thing that I, I, I'm i going to say it kind of irritates me with people. Like, why would you wait until January to write out your goals and to figure out what it is you want to do? Why not start now so that you can already be in the process of getting a head start on those goals? Like, Mm-hmm. January first is just a date. Like I, I just, I don't know that. Yeah, baffles me when people are like, "Oh no, I'm gonna wait to read this book, or I'm gonna wait to start." Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. wait this January first. Like, no, start now, or at least write yeah. the plan down, document it. However you do it, whether it's pen and paper, digitally, whatever. Start now. Don't yep. wait until the first week of January or January first to do it, please. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. I, 100%. It's just another date. Like, what's, what's the point? I don't get it. Just because it's the start of the new year, nothing going to change that date. That day. <laughs> that day. I have a question. Are there any goals that y'all have written down that are like fun or like silly? And like silly, not in a silly, undermining way, but just like, oh, that's like a funny goal to have. Or like a fun goal. Does that make sense? Um, so I haven't thoroughly fleshed out all of like my personal goals, but I try not to be super like, I don't want to say strict. That's not the word I'm looking for. But like when I look at my financial goals, it's very like methodical. It's laid out. But with mm-hmm. my personal goals, I'm a little bit more relaxed. So for example, mm-hmm. I I want to continue the self-care Sundays. I don't know what that's going to look like in 2021, but like that's to me like a fun goal. And whatever I want to do on Sunday, I'm going to do it. Right. Um, So I don't. Yeah. Not necessarily a silly goal, but to me, it's fun. And and I get to figure out ways to take care of Charmaine on Sunday. It's awesome. Yeah. I think mine, I would say they're fun, not necessarily necessarily silly. But I definitely have um, a section titled like new adventures or new activities. They're basically new things that I want to try in 2021. Scuba diving or snorkeling. Um, Taking like uh, a safety training or course and maybe look into golfing or something. But the idea behind it is to encourage me to try three new activities that I have not done in the past. You know, you should really pick up like tennis. Just yeah, saying. I really you know. thought about it, but I was like, man, there's like a lot of movement. 
She's the girl that hikes. What? Listen, listen. I don't, you know, AZ Heat, if I'm outdoors, I just don't know about it. You know? Golfing isn't, I'm all, we'll talk about this offline because, honey. <laughs> How do you think about doing in golfing versus tennis, though? Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, we do oh. work. Life. <laughs> what about <laughs> boy oh boy i tell you some people um i listen this is a silly one i said i want to ride a train i rode a train before but when i wrote this down i think it was more of like a longer distance train i used to ride the train from raleigh to greensboro because i went to school at uncg spartan pride by the way um but I used to ride a train from like Raleigh to Greensboro, but I want to kind of experience like a true train ride. Um, so yeah. And another one. Um, I'm looking on my list of what I feel comfortable with sharing with y'all. But I don't think so. I don't think these are silly goals. They're fun. Like riding. Yeah, a- I mean, like they're good. Like they're just non. Cause I feel like we talking like we're talking heavy on like finance and money, and like these are like really goofy ones. Like, gotcha. Like, I also have one that says, uh, <laughs> "Um, this is going to go into like my beauty routine, but like I want softer skin." By the way, I don't have like rough skin for anyone listening out here. Okay, I don't have snake skin. <laughs> I'm how, already. How are you going to accomplish soft skin? Like, what is I that going to consist of? I I don't know yet, but like, I think it's to refine my beauty routine. Um, I'm really into skincare from a facial perspective, but sometimes it does not trans translate to full body. Although I do exfoliate. This is not. Hopefully, this not sounded too weird, but um, I just want my skin to like look and feel like a little bit more supple. So I'll be focusing on total body softness. Oh my God, that sounds so weird, but it's your it's goal. A silly thing. We, we're That's not, the goal. We're not judging. Yeah, I'm trying to be glowing 24 7, 365.1. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. Stunt on them with your soft skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, ladies, just to help us wrap up, boop, boop. any major takeaways or nuggets? Well, I, I do want to share this. Um, this will be my one tidbit that I'm going to say. And this came from a training call that I was on last night. And I actually shared it with Amal and Tish. Um, but it's something that I did. And I would challenge those of you that are listening to do. If you still have a checkbook, <laughs> a lot of us don't. But I still do. Um, If you have a checkbook, write yourself a check. Literally make the check out to yourself. Put the date of December 31st, 2021. And just put the amount of money that you want to make for the year. And tape it to your mirror or put it in your wallet. Or I don't know, put it somewhere where you're constantly reminded of your goal. Um, So yeah, that's all I'm going to share. And again, that came from a training call that I was on that I was on and I felt like it was a really good idea. So just sharing it with the masses. I, I love that idea. I'm totally still in it. Yeah. Thanks, I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Um 
a little nugget, a little cheeky nuggy. Um, I would say before before you like, I guess, start writing down goals like wildly, take a minute to like step back and celebrate yourself for what you have accomplished and what you have learned. And then two, um, think about yourself from like a, just a holistic perspective. Um, and like do like a true deep analysis and introspection of yourself so that you can better position yourself for the year to come and years to come. And, and actually, I think we're stepping into like a new decade. I think 2020 was the end of a decade. And I think 2021 is the start of a new one. So, um, yeah, just to throw that out there from a thinking perspective. I love that, Tish, because I think a lot of the times when people are preparing to write out their goals, they don't take the time to reflect on the year before and their accomplishments and celebrate themselves. So the fact that, you know, you kind of called that out is like, you know, celebrate you, realize that, you know, hopefully you've had a good year, you've had major accomplishments, mm-hmm. enjoy it, and let's let's get started on the next year. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I'm so sorry. I know it's supposed to be wrapping up. I forgot to mention like other goals that I had. It's actually on my Twitter uh, where I said I wanted to be an investor and I wanted to have a couple of technical talks under my belt. And those were like accomplished as well. I'm very... I'm very proud of myself for that. I just want to throw that in there. You should be. Anyways, thanks. That's, that's awesome. Wow. Um, on my end, I would say if you have not already put time aside to focus on your goals, make sure you do that ASAP. No reason to delay. And um, I like the framework that we talked about, right? Identify your major buckets and then use the SMART framework that Tish shared and make sure that they are realistic, make sure they're goals that you can measure, make sure that they are specific, hold yourself accountable, and you know, get started ASAP. Awesome, awesome. Well, the next time we speak to everyone, we will be in the new year. So happy holidays to everyone, be safe, We so appreciate you for supporting um, the first iteration of the podcast. Um, So, yeah, we love you guys. Thank you for the support. Les quiero.